Today is Friday, November 12th, 2021, and this is Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Your Weather Command forecast for the rest of your Friday, mostly cloudy, 50% chance of rain. Highs 45 to 50 with southeast winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy, 20% chance of rain. Near steady temperature in the lower 40s. Southwest winds 10 to 15 miles an hour. Saturday, windy with mostly cloudy skies in the morning, then clearing. Highs 45 to 50. West winds 20 to 30 miles an hour. Saturday night, partly cloudy in the evening. Then mostly cloudy with a 20% chance of snow after midnight. Lows 25 to 30 with west winds 5 to 15 miles an hour, gusting up to 30 miles an hour in the evening. Sunday, cloudy with a chance of snow and rain in the morning, then a chance of rain in the afternoon. Highs 50 to 55 with south winds 5 to 15 miles an hour and a 50% chance of precipitation. Sunday night, windy with mostly cloudy skies, 20% chance of rain, lows 35 to 45. Monday, windy and mostly cloudy, highs around 60. Monday night, windy and colder with mostly cloudy skies and a 20% chance of rain, lows 30 to 35. Tuesday, windy and cooler with mostly cloudy skies and a 20% chance of rain and snow. Highs around 45. Tuesday night, colder and mostly cloudy. Lows 15 to 20. And Wednesday through Thursday, partly cloudy. Highs 30 to 35 with lows 10 to 15. Dozens of local residents gathered in downtown Haver late Thursday morning for a Veterans Day ceremony. VFW Post 497 Commander Dale Hurd was the master of ceremonies for the event which began outdoors in Town Square and included a 21-gun salute, the playing of the National Anthem, an opening and closing prayer, and taps. I think it went very well this year. Our weather cooperated. Uh, it was nice out, nice and clear and sunny. There's a good, good showing. A lot of people showed up to uh, honor the veterans, and I, I saw a lot of veterans in the crowd today, which is, which is very nice. The ceremony then moved indoors to the Elks Lodge, where the Pledge of Allegiance was recited and guest speaker, State Senator Russ Temple, talked about his time in the military. This is actually an uplifting ceremonial day to honor those who have went off and served their country and came home and, and now are continuing to live their lives in, in the country they have uh, helped. The event also featured a chili feed and raffle, with proceeds going directly to the local VFW and American Legion. The Haver affiliate of the National Alliance on Mental Illness has moved to a new location. The space is located in Suite 408 on the third floor of the Atrium Mall. And NAMI Haver Chapter President, Crystal Lawfer, says it is a major upgrade. It's bigger and we love it. We'll be able to run two classes at once, three if we have to, which is going to be quite awesome for us. Lawfer encourages anyone interested to attend a virtual conference on December 8th from 12 to 1 p.m., where the topic will be suicide prevention. If you go on NAMI Montana's website and hit conference webinars and click on there, you can watch the past ones that we have already had and also the newer ones that are coming up. The new phone number for NAMI Haver is 406-265-2258. They can also be reached through Facebook. The Montana Department of Agriculture is now accepting applications for healthcare organizations to help facilitate its Montana Farm and Ranch Stress Assistance Counseling Voucher Program to prioritize mental health in agricultural communities and improve access to trained professionals based in Montana. The department is launching a counseling voucher program 
to provide free mental health services to individuals involved in agriculture across the state. The department expects to award a quarter million dollars in funds through the program, which was funded by the U.S. Department of Agriculture, National Institute of Food and Agriculture, Farm and Ranch Stress Assistance Network. Healthcare organizations interested in applying can learn more about the program on the department's website at agr.mt.gov frsan. The deadline for applications is December 6th. Because Thursday was a federal holiday, we did not receive any local COVID updates, so we'll move on to state news. And we do have the statewide COVID update from the state dashboard today, as that was updated this morning and includes new cases from Wednesday and Thursday. In that time, Montana reported 1,188 new COVID cases, bringing the cumulative total to 184,394. Active case count 7,361. Active hospitalizations 320. Death toll 2,479. That's an increase in deaths of 28. 17 of these occurred in November. 11 occurred in October. County with the most new deaths is Flathead with 9, followed by Yellowstone with 7, and Missoula with 3, and Rosebud and Teton with 2. Counties reporting one new death in this reporting period are Cascade, Marr, Fergus, and Sanders, as well as Muscleshell. Counties with the most new cases today, Cascade, 222, Yellowstone, 193, Missoula, 112, Gallatin, 88, Flathead, 83, Bighorn, 69, Lewis and Clark, 67, Roosevelt, 36. And looking at the vaccine update for today, total COVID-19 vaccine doses administered across the state up to 1,153,426 with 511,584 Montanans fully immunized. That is 55% of the eligible population. The Montana Free Press reports that due to an ongoing therapist shortage aggravated by COVID and changes in funding sources and processes, fewer Montana schools are offering mental health services through an established state program. The Comprehensive School and Community Treatment Program, started in 2003 by the State Department of Public Health and Human Services, offers therapy to students with serious emotional disturbances. School districts enroll in Montana Medicaid and contract with mental health providers, which place therapy teams in schools. Advocates say the CSCT program offers students immediate and necessary help, and that federal Medicaid dollars pay about 65% of the cost. But the number of schools that provide CSCT services has dropped by nearly half from the 2019-20 school year to this fall, from 300 to 155 schools, according to DPHHS. Participating school districts dropped from 87 to 51. CSCT is being destabilized by an ongoing therapist shortage, which has been worsened by COVID-related uncertainties and the federal government's change in requirements from a local soft match of in-kind services to a hard match of cash. The state had paid that hard match since 2020, but the 2021 legislature discontinued that funding. Various parties are now working to shore up the CSCT program or create other mental health options for students. A former lawyer who admitted to defrauding investors and to evading income taxes in a real estate investment scheme in which he lost more than $1 million in the futures market was sentenced Wednesday to three years in prison and three years of supervised release. Ronald Dean Lords, 53 of Corvallis, pleaded guilty in July to wire fraud, money laundering, and filing false tax returns. The court will determine restitution at a later date. Lords was ordered to self-report to prison. The government alleged in court documents that Lords was a lawyer who operated Eagles 
Landing Legal Services, PC, and a licensed realtor and general contractor who operated Eagles Landing Construction, Inc., the construction company purported to develop real property and build homes. From 2011 to 2018, Lords defrauded 14 victims by convincing them to invest money in his construction company. Lords told the victims he would use the money to build homes, make monthly interest payments, and repay the money after the homes were sold. Lords also said he would return the victims' money within 30 days of any request. Instead of using the money to fund construction projects, Lords used some of the new money to make interest payments to prior investors and lost the majority of the funds in the futures market. When some of the victims demanded their principal back, Lords admitted he lost more than $1 million in the futures market and did not have their money. The government further alleged that Lords failed to declare $433,000 he received from several victims in 2015 as other income on his taxes, resulting in unpaid taxes of $153,000 for that year. And now taking a look at wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel. We will start with Hill County, where winter wheat is $7.58 and spring wheat $9.55. Blaine County, winter wheat $7.48, spring wheat $9.50. Liberty County, winter wheat $7.63, spring wheat $9.55. Shoto County, winter wheat $7.58, spring wheat $9.55. And Phillips County, winter wheat $7.43, spring wheat $9.45. And now taking a look at funeral notices for today. Bradley E. Dugdale Sr., 85, passed away due to natural causes at his residence Thursday, October 28th. Cremation has taken place, and memorial services will be held 2 p.m. Friday, November 19th at St. Jude Thaddeus Catholic Church, with Deacon Tim Maroney officiating. William Bill Arvin passed away October 20th. There will be a celebration of life with military honors at the Eagles Club in Haver tomorrow, that's Saturday, November 13th, 1 p.m. There will also be a motorcycle ride in his honor. All bikers and non-bikers who would like to participate in this ride are to meet at the 5th Avenue Christian Church parking lot at noon on Saturday. The ride will go from the church to the Eagles with a Haver police escort. For more information, call or text Janet Robinson, and you can do that at 406-399-1425. And that's going to do it for your Friday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening, and remember, seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Friday and a great weekend. Stay safe out on those roads. And please continue to do your part to help flatten the curve.